Yo, what's up, beautiful people? Welcome to Melanated Money, the podcast. I'm your host, Randall. I got my co-host here with me, Kenji. Hey, y'all. And the side. What's going on, fam? And today, we're going to be talking about the passion and gig economy and the future of work. But before we get into that, I'm going to toss it over to Kenji, and she's going to hit y'all with the top five people to follow on IG. Okay, y'all. So these are, I'm not doing the top five people this week, but I am doing top five places that you can go check out that are black owned restaurants. So the first place I just went to yesterday is called Flavors. Now this is a different location compared to Flavors in Hazelcrest. Flavors is located in Chicago and it's a nice jerk uh, grill and pub type of place. I went there, they got great drinks, tried their gin and juice. It was amazing. And I had their salmon Alfredo with some jerk chicken in it. It was so bomb. It was so delicious. Definitely got to go out there and try it out. Next, we are going to let you know about the Jerkman Taco that's also located in Chicago. And it's not necessarily a sit-down restaurant, but you could definitely go in there and place your order and pick it up. And you can actually watch them make your order for you at the window. So I kind of feel like it's pretty cool to sit up and watch people make your food right in front of you. Because then that way you know it's safe, it's sanitary, it's all good. And you know you're going to get a great quantity for what you're paying for. Next... You definitely got to check out some Kenny's Ribs and Chicken out in Lansing. That's right in the plaza area over by City Trends, the Family Dollar. So we know that a lot of people be running back and forth on tours. If any time you want to stop by and grab you some lunch real quick, head on over to Kenny's Ribs and Chicken. And you definitely want to check out the Hummingbird out in Chicago Heights. Now, I haven't personally been out there yet, but that is going to be on my to-do list this week to go see what type of goodies they have to offer out there. And last but not least, for my sweet tooth people, definitely check out Angelica's Bakery out in Hazelcrest. And that's the top five restaurants that you need to check out this week that are black on. All right, so there y'all have it. Y'all want to go get some good food, some good eating. That's five restaurants that's black on that y'all can go check out, man, and support. You know, I'm going to uh, toss it over to a side. He's going to let y'all know about the upcoming black Bitcoin buyout. You know what I mean? So, a side, hit him with that. Yo, 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 what's going on, y'all? Peace and love. So... If you haven't seen our live with Chris Cole on the Black Bitcoin buyout, check that out ASAP. It's doing numbers for a reason. A lot of valuable information in there. Chris was dropping straight jewels the whole time. And it's the perfect time for us to get into Bitcoin. It, it definitely jumped. They near a rack probably, what, two to three yeah. hours after yeah. we got off the live. Yeah. So that just goes to show you right there. The hype is real. Um, Don't miss this train. This is where it's going, y'all. We got to make that transition to the digital currency. Also, um, don't forget, my book is available for pre-order, The Purpose Pill. www.thepurposepill.shop. Um, we got to get discipline in our purpose out here. So we ain't being wavered by the world out here. So that's what the book is about. Go cop that. Most definitely. So there y'all have it. Make sure y'all tap in. And also... Um on Saturday, Bitcoin almost hit twelve thousand. You know what I'm Whoa, saying? So wow. it's really um, yes, doing it, doing numbers. You know what I'm saying? That traction is serious. Mm-hmm. But yeah. on to the main topic: um, passion and the gig economy. Uh, it's reported that like four point one million jobs will be lost for Black folks. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with IT and this digital wave we got going on. You know, like when you walk into your Walmart's and your Targets and stuff like that, you don't see too many cashiers no more. No. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of checkout self machines, you know what I mean? So, with the whole passion and gig economy, basically, with passion, it's like monetizing your skills. You know what I'm saying? So, you're, you're an artist, a creator, you know what I'm saying? A writer. You kind of want to use these things to bring in your own income. Yeah. And as far as the gig economy, 
It's like, you know, um, Airbnb, yeah. Uber, you know what I'm saying? Taking something that you own and not might not necessarily use like often as you would like to yeah. and make money off of it. You know what I'm saying? If you got a car that you know you can you can even rent out your car now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, I'm saying that too. This the wave of what work going, you know what I'm saying? Your future jobs. Like I used to just fill out applications for labor work. Mm-hmm. Now it's gonna be like, no, what skills you possess. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? How can you help me build this? You know what I mean? Or do you have a car where you can pick somebody up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. So that's what we're gonna be touching on today. And I want to start off with the gig economy, you know what I mean? Because, you know, Uber, you know what I'm saying, it's been doing numbers. Everybody's been talking about Uber. Mm. So, have y'all ever drove Uber or did Uber? Can y'all kind of touch on that and give me some of, like, <laughs> the, the the benefits from, like, driving Uber versus a regular 9 to 5, and you know what I'm saying? Okay. For me, I did Uber, and I did Uber last year, and I personally did not like it. Mm, okay. I didn't like it because, for one, I feel like... I guess you just gotta be a person that know when people are trying to finesse you because there will be times where I would go and pick someone up and they will cancel their ride on me when they're about to get in the car. Compared to, I feel like when you're driving Lyft, Mm -hmm. Lyft was more of my thing. I kind of liked it better. Because if somebody canceled on you, you would get paid $5 for them canceling on you. So I feel like you still making the money even if somebody cancels their ride. I feel like that's the benefit compared to working with Uber. Okay, okay. And even then, I will say, if you are the type of person that really don't want nobody in your car, then do DoorDash. Okay. Yeah. Because DoorDash is way more beneficial than Uber or Lyft and I, combined. I was just about to bring that up because I did Postmates, actually. Okay. Yeah. That's another and, and one thing we got to remember about uh, the gig economy is these jobs are new. Like, yeah. all of these, these apps and stuff, these are new. So, like, when I first started Postmates... You know, it was cool. I was like, okay, I'm going to this restaurant. I'm picking up food. I'm, I'm delivering it in my car. I, I got my space. I got my, you know what I'm saying, my freedom, my music and stuff. So, you know, that was cool. And then over time, there were certain things I'm like, they could improve. Like, for example, you had to wait a few days to get paid and all this stuff. But, like, after a while, they started making improvements. So, like, you would get paid right after you made your delivery. And I'm like, all right, this is dope. This will keep people keep doing this. You know what I'm saying? Because at first, I'm like, I'm finna stop because I ain't trying to wait all these days. <laughs> and I got to go buy gas and get an oil change and get my right. brakes fixed. And they ain't even paid me yet, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And so when they started implementing that, you get paid like an hour after you make your delivery. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool because now you're getting your money same day. Right. So it provided extra incentive, and then they would make all these other incentives. Like if you get 80 deliveries a day or in in this weekend, and you get a $500 bonus. So I was doing all of that, you know what I'm saying? And I think it's, it's... it's sustainable. Yeah, you know? it's very beneficial because it's the same way with DoorDash. They got peak hours where, mm-hmm. you know, you get a bonus four or five dollars mm-hmm. between the peak hours of four and eight o'clock because that's when people are ordering the most. They don't want to yep. cook or, mm-hmm. you know, they don't want to go out. They rather have something come delivered to them. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's very beneficial. Like I know people to make four hundred dollars within the week mm-hmm. off of DoorDash. Now, do you prefer to do it downtown or like in a more like? regular neighborhood type area for me i guess it just i'm gonna be honest it depends on how many franchises are in that 
community as well as how often people are ordering but for me personally i like to do it more so out towards this way in indiana yeah. than in the city because i feel like it can be very overwhelming yeah. but some people can handle that like mm -hmm. some people can handle the constant oh another order coming in another order coming in yeah. another order coming in <laughs> but with me i'm more like okay i like to cruise enjoy myself go pick up the person food drop it off so exactly, i feel like yeah. it's all about your attitude yeah, too and the yeah. type of driver you are yeah because there was times where like i get a portillo's order downtown <laughs> and you know that line be bananas yes so like i'm sitting there waiting 45 minutes just to put the order in then I put the order in. I gotta wait, wait another, another 30 20 minutes, minutes. Yeah, just That's to get strong. the food. That's and strong. then, you know, you take it to them. It's Dana already cold. Now, if you downtown, you mess around and get a high rise on Lake Shore. So you gotta check in with the doorman, go to the 34th floor. You know what I'm saying? Walk walk a half mile <laughs> down this, this hallway yeah. and drop the food off. Then go do all, get back in yeah. your car. And that, that was an hour and a half for one order. So it was that type of stuff I didn't like. Right. Mm. And then I would just go to Evanston and they was giving you orders off the off the rip. Like yeah. you get four, five orders an hour off of you know, Evanston. I was, I like, cool, I'm gonna do yeah. this. Okay, mm. so you don't, so. see, you don't mind driving far out to make more money compared to if you were to stay if close, you would it make back, less. It gotta be worth it. Like yeah. I can't drive from the east side to the mm -hmm. west side and get ten dollars for that order. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I need twenty five dollars for that order. You know what I'm saying? Because it just don't add up. Yeah. yeah. You spending more money than just to get over there and come back, and then you mm -hmm. sitting in traffic. So it's like, then that's your time. Yeah. You know what I'm All right. So yeah, I did. I ain't never, you know what I'm saying, participated in the gig economy myself, but I want to. Yeah. As far as the Airbnb, because yeah. I know mm. people that's making money. Yeah, that's You know what I'm right saying? Uh, killing off of that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the gig economy, hey, that's that's the way. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? You don't have to worry about signing no application, taking no drug tests, and you know what I'm saying? All okay. this, you just, hey, my car good, my car, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Meet all requirements to be on the road. Facts. I go make some money. So if you're somebody that need Money quick, the gig economy is kind of what you want to be looking at. Yeah. The Airbnbs, the the, the lifts, the door dashes, postmates, yeah. things yeah. of these natures. And it's a lot out there. Yeah. And like he was saying, and she was saying, make sure that it's something that you can deal with. You know what yeah. I'm saying? With your attitude, like, can you wait in Patillo's line for 30 minutes? Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, or you need to be moving like kids. I got to get it and be gone. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So, just do your research and do your yeah. due diligence and... Yeah, so the best it, part is it's, it's performance based, and you can strategize how you want to. Yeah, you can yeah. scale it. You can scale it. You can create your own schedule too. Yeah. That's the other benefit too. You don't have to, you know, have this anxious feeling of feeling like, oh my god, I gotta hurry up and get up in the morning and make it to work at nine o'clock. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want to start at twelve and be done at five, I guarantee you, nine times out of ten, you're gonna make more within that five hours than what you would. Working an eight-hour yeah, shift, and right. then on top of that, getting taxes taken out of Absolutely. for that day within Absolutely. that biweekly period that you get paid. Absolutely. So I feel like that plays a part into it too, because when you using fast pay, like how the guys were talking about, you really only are being charged like maybe two dollars at the most to get that deposited into your your account. But when you're getting the direct deposit from your job, they're taking out. Hella money yeah. <laughs> compared to just two dollar like, charge. Bloody. I see you yeah. trying to find. You're like work. I'm like because I'm trying not to cuss, but it's just you know it's a funny way of you how they wrong. still rob you without necessarily yeah. making you feel like you're being robbed. Yeah, 
Absolutely. I told they you. They normalize robbery, basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they normalize robbery, but then blame Robin Hood from robbing back from them. Yeah, so yeah. you gotta you gotta keep that in mind too as far as setting a budget for yourself when you know you're entering into the gig economy because it's so much financial freedom that I can see how people trick off their money as quick mm -hmm. as they get exactly. it too. Yeah. So that's exactly. another thing you gotta keep in mind. Like at that point you are your own boss and you are your own yeah. working bank. Yeah. Definitely yeah. budget. Mm -hmm. Cause you are spending money on gas, yeah. fuel, mm -hmm. energy, maintenance. That's yeah, very key. Cause especially if you are using a vehicle, you do have to keep up with your vehicle because mm -hmm. that is your money maker. If yeah. anything happens to it. Yeah. It ain't no nailers yeah. on you. Exactly. you know yeah. So, so that so carry yourself like the CEO and the brand you are when you right. do start dipping into the gig economy. Because like me just giving a synopsis, synopsis of what I think gig economy means to me is basically unrecorded, um, like an unrecorded way of making money. Yeah, like but it's, you it's gotta no take oversight. the notes. It's, yeah, yeah. it's no oversight. You're not being watched by people to make sure you're doing your job right. right. You gotta make sure you do your job right. right. And then they gonna give you your. But some of them they give you the ratings like mm -hmm. on Uber, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's what that's what incentivizes you to do good. Cause you don't want nobody giving you no one star. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that like, holds you accountable on, for something. You know? Right. Yep. Right. Right. Okay. So, yeah, most definitely the gig economy, man. Tap in. You know what I'm saying? Now the passion economy. Monetizing your skill set. You know what I mean? We got entrepreneurs right here, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Future entrepreneurs. You know what I'm saying? So the passion economy, you know what I'm saying, using your skill set to, to produce an income. You know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever that might be. You know, we got many platforms that allow you, you know what I'm saying, like Shopify, you know what I'm saying, Ecstasy, um, what's some more? Pushmark, Poshmark, whatever they call it. Yeah, you know Poshmark. What I'm saying? Uh -huh. So these platforms are put here for, for creators, you know what I'm saying, to present their skills and to make money off their skills. Even if you somebody that's... Um, just good with information. You got a lot of knowledge. You can sell that knowledge. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You got people making courses and selling courses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Big market right now. Big market for the courses, for sure. Just, hey, we got one coming real soon. Be on the lookout. You know what I'm saying? Just going <laughs> to plug that right now. for that master class. Um, but yeah, you got people selling tickets to Zoom classes. So basically with the passion economy, passion economy just, look, people that's having skills, people that's entrepreneurs, look, we putting our skill set out there for the world. If you if you really walk with us, you gonna support us. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to rely on the job to support us. We can rely on our skill set. So, how y'all feel about that? Hey man, I love it. You know what I'm saying? You know I pretty much, man. I don't know what it's like to not really be able to work on my passion or mm -hmm. activate my passion. So, Facts. I always been writing. I always been making music, and. Ever since I've been making money off of my passions, you know what I'm saying, I've started to learn the business sides of my passions, you know what I'm saying, because when you go with music and you look at the industry, it's 5% talent, you know what I'm saying, it's 95% business, mm -hmm. so you really got to know, like, okay, the ins and outs, this is how people are making money, this is how many people are behind that one artist, when you look at a... A little Uzi Vert, you know, it's 50 people behind that artist mm -hmm. trying to make sure just that one person Go stay in the spotlight, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, learning that business is really the work, you know what I'm saying? But 
when you work in your passion, it don't feel like a job. It yeah, feel like, right. you know what I'm saying? You really, really fulfilled. Yeah. You know, you're not looking like, you're not looking elsewhere for your answers. You really got them. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. I'll say with me, like, Passion economy could be not only something you love to do, but something that you love to consume. Like me, knowing that I created Alkaline the 209, it's because I love frozen drinks. Mm-hmm. I love sweet stuff. I have a sweet tooth. I like ice cream. Mm-hmm. But the passion lied in me wanting to find an alternative that's more of a healthier route for myself. So I started creating smoothies not only for me, but for those who have the same interest. So I feel like that's what led me down the passion economy is knowing like you can dive into cooking because people love to that cook. Too. That's yeah. true. And like I see a lot that's of true. vegan chefs on yeah. the rise yeah. because a lot of people are shifting the way they eat. Mm-hmm. They're being more conscious of their diet, Facts. of health benefits when it comes to going vegan. And we all want to live longer mm-hmm. and we all want to be more energetic. Facts. And especially with the pandemic going on, it hasn't went away. It hasn't gone anywhere. Right, right. I feel like this is the time more than ever to be more in tune with your health. Definitely. So you can definitely tune into like stuff that you still like to eat mm-hmm. and support those who make the alternative that's healthy of what you love. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you a person that like smoothies and stuff, you know where to find me. You know right. where to hit me up. You know <laughs> I'm bad. the smoothie trapper. Big so I'm bad. just saying. Big old trapper. And, and my thing is this. I wouldn't be out here doing it knowing that I'm doing it just trying to make money from yeah, it. I wouldn't make my smoothies for only five, seven dollars if it was strictly just for the money. Boys be 25, I'm telling you. Telling you, because somewhere else they are ch- charging like $10, $12 for yeah. this. I'm only charging 5 or $7 and I'm delivering it to you. I want yeah. you to do better. Right. That's price. the passion in it too. The passion is knowing that I'm helping someone else do better. Right. Even if she wouldn't get paid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, even so. if I'm, I, li- I like to put people on to stuff that they don't know. Like, yeah, you ain't know that CMOS got 92 minerals <laughs> that you yeah. need for your body, but you keep on saying how your back hurt. Drink some of this. Yeah. Yep. An hour later, they tell me that they feel better. And it's not even, not to make it sound cliche, but it is a magic into what I do. Because it's something that I love. That's the magic. Mm-hmm. If I didn't love it, nobody would feel the goodness that comes from it. Yeah. So passions have to be about what you really love and yeah. what you're interested in. Absolutely. Not just something that you know, oh, because the audience loves it, I'm going right. to give it to them. Right. Knowing that I don't. Right. I totally agree. How you, how you like the passion gig, man? Bro, I love it. I love it. You know what I'm saying? That's what opened my eyes to like everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because just being young, like 22, working, you know what I'm saying? Like not being happy. like yeah, And to be able to do something like, man, I always wanted to do this and just put myself out there. And like you said, to get paid from something like, damn, I just thought of this and put it on something. Mm-hmm. That was like, okay, you could do any and everything yeah. as long as you got that passion behind it. Like you said, if it's something I want to do, you just do it and, and just one person, oh, I like this, or supporting you is just like, Enough. it's everything. So I love the passion economy. I feel like more people going to tap into it, more people going to start. When you break it down like that, like be an entrepreneur passion, okay. It makes it even funner. Like, okay, what's my passion? Yeah, so you kind of yeah. you kind of go get towards that, whatever that is, and just try to monetize that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It don't have to be nothing crazy, but 
Yeah, your passion can be your your, your freedom. Absolutely. And don't worry about how many people are going to tune in because the right people are. There you go. You know, like, you're going to have your own, not even following, but your own clientele who's going to support you. Because that's the other part about the passion. It's like, well, I'm doing this because I love it. And whoever Mm -hmm. resonates with it, they're going to tap in. Mm -hmm. You know, but I think some people... Going to entrepreneurship, assuming that everybody got to tune in. And yeah. I feel like that's where the expectations fall short sometimes. Yeah, and people get discouraged. Absolutely. And I feel like you can't let that... Just because you see, like, your mentor I'm already you made... on that, too. Yeah. Like, just because you see your mentor make six figures and you mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to make six figures doing this and then, like, yeah. da-da-da-da-da. Like, yeah, yeah. you got to be reasonable with yeah. yourself. Because yeah. nine times out of ten... They usually don't see the behind the scenes work anyway. Exactly. They don't see he failed a hundred times. This the hundred and first. You just seen the hundred and first. You ain't see the hundred, my G. So yeah, you gotta know like they put time in. They've been doing this. Ain't no like just like you say, you can't just like, oh shit, that's popping. Let me go jump into it. It ain't gonna work like Mm -hmm. that. And study study the people that you're surrounded by who are into that. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't create Alkaline the two one nine until really being around Randall and Aside. Like, I never really imagined being my own entrepreneur until I really got around some entrepreneurs. Like, that's the other thing, too. Surround yourself around people who are ahead of the game in what you're trying to do. You know, it's so it's so key because like you will be you will be around people that's holding you back and not even realize it until you around people that's pulling you forward. You know what I'm saying? And you might not even be. Making yourself go forward. They actually know you got the potential to be great. So they pulling you to that greatness. And you just got to decide to go. You know, sometimes that's how it works. Like, we got these ups and downs, right? Where we like doing good and we doing bad. We struggling. Mm. Everybody has those ups and downs. It's waves. But we got to understand how to identify when we crossing over to that to that part of our life when we going from a high to a low or when we going from a low to a high you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying or when somebody else is going to a low and we got to help them through their low we might be on our high they on they low mm-hmm. and we gotta you know what i'm saying identify that and be able to assist because they'll be assisting us when mm-hmm. we on our low Back, and so you know that's why it is important to have mentors because like they can even help you in just the the back office stuff, mm-hmm. the accounting stuff, the mm-hmm. budgeting stuff, yeah. the legal stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just the, the the things that, like you said, you don't see in the forefront, mm-hmm. but you know it's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I just want to touch on one more thing you were saying about like um, you can't be caught up in like how many followers that you have and yeah. Yeah. what they doing because you can have somebody that got sixty thousand followers. This really happened. Girl mm-hmm. had like sixty thousand followers or something. You know what I'm saying? And she just put out the line, thought it was gonna do numbers and do nothing. Yeah. So yeah. she was like so heartbroken and so distraught, like because she was going off her numbers on Instagram mm-hmm. instead of just being like you know what I'm saying, going out there doing it because she loved it mm-hmm. with a passion. Because if you was doing it with passion, it wouldn't matter if you ain't sold, sell nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just gonna be like, let me see how I can I see. Let me yeah. go to this. Right. Wherever I gotta go, post up out here and get and these that's, off. That's so real, G. Because like just speaking personally, bro, like. You know how long I've been working on music, mm-hmm, like, nice. but most people don't know. Like, they'll think when I put out my 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 album or my next tape, they'll mm. think that's a lot of people gonna be like, that's his first project. Mm-hmm. Or, but you gonna know, like, you ain't know about people the like that. Yeah, you ain't know, you know about the the 08, the 09, mm-hmm. the 2010. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
the 10 mixtapes I put out before mm-hmm. this, you, they ain't know about. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. Because that's just me getting mastering my craft, mm-hmm. getting to that point where I'm ready to reveal it to the world. You know Thanks. what I'm saying? You got to hone your craft. Mm-hmm. It ain't never going to start as as the what you want to present. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? As Big the facts. final product. You got to hone that. Yes. Big fat. And one more thing real quick, not to cut you off, Kenji. I don't know if you're going to go, but... Like he was saying, like you think it's the first project, but at the same time he been putting out projects. You know what I'm saying? You putting yourself out there already mm-hmm. for the ridicule, for the exactly. people to criticize yeah, you. Yeah. So when it's like, damn, this your first project, like no, nah. but this what they hipped on now because yeah. they came like, dang, that shit cold. That, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, you just gotta, you just gotta do it, bro. You mm-hmm. just, whoever out there, you just gotta do it, no matter. Who supports you? Who laughs? You just gotta do it because that's only gonna build your character. Yep. So when you five years in, shit phase year one shit don't phase you. Everybody looking like damn, why they ain't stop yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, they five years in the game, they still going crazy. Oh, me. You know what I'm saying? Cause you done built yourself up. They stopped that three months. You kept going though. And then so. like your process gonna be your own. Like your creative process is never gonna be the same as the next person. No. So you gotta really get in tune with your creative process. Cause you might go on IG and be like, dang, like they pumping out mixtape after mixtape, mm-hmm. like mixtape after mixtape, and they they buzzing. Mm-hmm. And then, but six months later, ain't nobody talking about them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you took a year to put your project together, and mm-hmm. and, and people still playing your shit three years later, mm-hmm. four years later. Like, hey, bro, yeah, I'm still, I still got that in my car. I'm still playing that. You know that's what I'm saying? That's legit. That's that's legit. Cause even like the artist Solange. For her latest album, the one oh, with so Cranes in the Sky, she said it took her eight years to produce that whole Man. entire album and write. So... Compared to her sister, man, you see what I'm saying? On. We got two yeah. sisters. Come on, man. Beyonce coming out every year come dropping on. stuff Speak. without a, perfect, a real announcement. That's a perfect example. Simple. I swear. Yeah. But then perfect, you man. got her sister. It took her yeah, eight man. years, dropped a project, um, and it went crazy. Mm-hmm. Like they all, they are both respected artists in their own yeah. right. I mean, the first album did numbers. The first album yeah, the people first was raving one. about, like, yeah. man, that yeah, yeah, yeah. had massive P all through it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just goes to show, like, you say eight years. Yeah. Having patience. Mm-hmm. Just knowing, like, your Knowing yourself. Coming. Yeah. yeah. You, know you gotta really know yourself. That's, now, that's what you call passion. And yeah, she made you know the money saying? back. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know she how much Solange made. Yeah. Man, come on, mm-hmm. man. You know what I mean? So, come on. Two albums in, right? She only two albums in. Bro. Compared to her sister, on, but G. they both still successful yeah. artists. So it don't... There it go. It don't, like Nipsey said, it's a marathon, man. Mm-hmm. It's a marathon. Ain't no particular time to when you got to cross. Yeah. As long as you cross, that's like, hey. You know what I'm saying? So, look, just stay focused on the goal at hand. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, passion economy, man. Tap in. And... Some subscription sites that you can, you know what I'm saying, tap into, apps you can download, like we said, Shopify, um, Ecstasy, OnlyFans. Let's speak about OnlyFans real quick. Okay, let's know. talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Because I got some good info over the past week, and I psyched up for it. I made it count. I'm going to break it down. You feel me? Come on, let them know, man. So when we talk about this passion economy, right? And you know, once again, it's just monetizing our skills, information, knowledge, whatever that may be. So... With OnlyFans, you for one, it was it was created for you know what I'm saying creators. Yes, you got the females on there going crazy now. Hey, they gonna do their thing just like Twitter Guys or, or too. Instagram. <laughs> Guys too, but like they said, the most paid person on OnlyFans is like a painter or something, or like a girl mm-hmm. that do feed or something, some crazy shit like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it ain't even your 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 girl that's showing everything. So that's show you right there. Look, these people ain't showing nothing but making more than the people that's showing everything. 
Cause let me tell you something like Marcus Prime, the artist who's well known for doing um, a lot of crossover art as well as lately he's known for drawing Bruh and Boo, the old not comics. He has the OnlyFans and making bank Come on from, from still drawing his cartoons and people got to pay to see the more exclusive and explicit type of art. Yep. You know what I mean? And you also have people that's on OnlyFans that's teaching courses. Mm -hmm. My yes. homie that I was watching, y'all know Red Pill. We speak about Red Pill. Yep. Red Pill. We shout them out. I got this info from He put it on my mind. I'm like, damn, he right. Absolutely right. Finna sign up right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, sell courses on only. You want this this information? You can't just go tap into like that. Mm -hmm. It ain't going to be on your news. Well, come sign up to this OnlyFans then. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it may be. So, I'm going to have a link for y'all probably next show. Right with me. You're OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tune into yeah. the OnlyFans because that's the other thing, too. Like, people ran away with the idea that it was only for explicit, mm -hmm. sensual, yeah. and sexual content. It's what you want it to be. It's yeah. what you want yeah. it to be. Like, like they said, people who do courses, people who are known to be, um, like, just people that have a platform that speak up mm -hmm. on certain different type yep. of things, they know how to monetize one tool in a multitude of ways. And one more thing, why OnlyFans is also beneficial, you know what I'm saying? Like with YouTube, we're going to be on YouTube too for y'all in a minute. But with YouTube, instead of having to like wait for like per view, yeah. like having so many views or doing Patreon, we could just, look, OnlyFans. You get the same link. As if it was on YouTube, would you just support by watching it on OnlyFans by signing up to the subscription? Yeah. So it, all it is, all of true supporters, that's why it's called OnlyFans. If you're a real supporter, you're going to, you right. know what I'm saying? So yeah, tap in to all my people that want to get an OnlyFans but don't want to show nothing. <laughs> you get one too. Okay, you know OnlyFans right. can really be what you make of it, like Asai says. So if you know that you have a certain type of skill, or you know you're a great conversationalist, or you're a great therapist i would even recommend those who are studying to get to be a therapist like get an only fans yep. you know what i'm saying because therapists do make a lot of money but you can also make it access worthy for those who can't afford and do face a lot of mental health issues within the black community yeah. you know what i'm saying i might do one for reading like yeah, yeah. i say just for like um psychic readings and stuff yeah mm -hmm. psychic readings or you know what I'm saying? Aside, he could do something where he reads a chapter a day mm -hmm. on the as the purpose pill, mm -hmm. where it's an audio that you can pay for on OnlyFans if you want to listen to the audio while you reading the book. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, There's a multitude of ways to Thanks. to to this game. It's not yeah. just sensual or sexual. We yeah. got to get out of that headspace yeah. too a lot of times when it comes down to making money. Yeah, because that's how they want you to think. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with that. Let me, let me say this too. There's mm. nothing wrong with you making your money because truth be told, people understand that sex sells too. But in the same breath, if you know that you're not comfortable with that, Still utilize it for what you're good at and don't feel like you have to do what the next person does. Yeah, big fact. Cause yeah, there might be it's like, you know, times are changing the way the things we're passionate about are changing too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like there are there are gonna be new passions birthed. There are gonna be new things that people love that is birthed in the twenty first century that we never even knew we could do. Yeah. For example, a three D printing business. You wouldn't think like ten years ago a three D printing company 
will be something you passionate about. You know what I'm saying? But maybe you start one today and you're like, dang, I love 3D printing. Mm-hmm. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, this wasn't even no passion 10 years ago. Yeah. Now it's yeah. a passion. I, I feel you that. Know what I'm I saying? feel that. And I ain't going to need a stunt just by, you know what I'm saying, us coming together doing this show. I just like I just want to make content all day. It's like I want to just Facts. make mm-hmm. shit all day, like because that's what it is. You already know that's what it is. It's content. So yeah, a lot of people are gonna be breaking into the content world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just finding ways to create because for so long every industry has been based off destruction. See, mm-hmm. we don't even be peeping this, but most industries be based off destructions. Now, now industry is being based off creation again yeah you know what i'm saying and sustainability and life again mm-hmm. and the environment you see what i'm saying and this is what's becoming a priority for new companies now yeah so this is kind of where things being are conscious moving. of the collective exactly mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I definitely feel that wave being brought more to the forefront not only from a corporate standpoint but even from a standpoint of passion and gig economy mm-hmm. yep. it's touching a lot exactly. of different aspects so you gotta tap in now cause yeah. think about the way the corporate structure always worked it's always based on dominating the lesser power mm-hmm. right yeah the people who, who, who aren't financially stable enough mm-hmm. to overcome that system mm-hmm. when you look at the passion and gig economy this is creating routes that that give people ways to escape that system yeah. so they can topple that whole we can topple that whole Absolutely. corporate system Absolutely. with the passion and gig Absolutely. and just to say one more thing touch on one thing that's why when we start creating these new ideals and business platforms we gotta like position them around the passion and gig economy yeah mm-hmm. you know yep. what i'm saying because these is the billion trillion dollar industries that's mm-hmm. going on you know what i'm saying it's gonna tie in right into crypto and everything yep. you know what i'm saying how can you make our lives easier Without me have to go punch in the clock and exactly. just hop in my car, go and, make some bread, and create in the my head, Cause like you can't be successful in the passion gig economy without helping somebody else. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. It's based upon your service to humanity. Absolutely. So yeah, man, make sure y'all tap in, and the benefits is is, is lovely on this side. Mm-hmm. The passion and gig economy. You can work from where you want to work. You be in Hawaii, mm-hmm. selling shirts, selling books, true story, selling cookbooks. You know what I'm saying? Doing all type of tutorials right in Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you stay in Chicago though. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to live this type of lifestyle, you got to tap in too. You got to know how to move. You got to know how to position yourself. So mm-hmm. let's, let's get it. Anything else y'all want to touch on about the passion and gig economy? Oh, uh, just that this crypto going to be involved. Oh, uh, yeah. You yeah. know that crypto. Heavily. Oh, it's going to be involved. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And you see that? Yeah. Look. It's, it's starting to already be the major wave because what did you see? What did you say Bitcoin went up to over uh, the yeah. weekend? Oh, uh, yeah. Almost 12,000. Yeah. Almost so 12, people are starting to. That's for 3K sure. in less than like yeah. less a, week. Than a week. And I was on a, I was on a webinar, week. not to cut you off yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was an elderly woman, a sister, elderly woman. She was so happy because she had bought in a Bitcoin at 9,000 and she made a profit of 100. She's like, I just took it out. I just sold yeah. Bitcoin. What should I buy next? You know what I'm saying? The lady's like, get you some silver. Get you some, you know what I'm saying? Because. You anytime you take out, you want to put in something else that's real that's gonna profit. But yeah. people buying in that nine thousand and seeing a profit of a hundred, like damn, I just she's like, I only put in a little amount though, and I made a profit of a hundred. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So just like that, if you'd have put in that nine thousand, you could have made a hundred, hundred fifty, two hundred, depending on what you put in. You could have put a hundred in and made a hundred fifty, two hundred, real quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So don't miss this wave, man. People making a killing off this. 
You know what I'm saying? This is the way the economy is going. Yeah. So you either gonna wait till it's mandatory and they tell me what type of exactly, coin you're gonna be able to exactly. get because you can't afford Bitcoin. That's really like that's really it. You gonna mm-hmm. wait till they tell you you have to have it mm-hmm. or you gonna get it now. It's just that simple. Cause it's gonna come a point where they be like, We only accepting crypto. You're yeah. not mm-hmm. accepting paper no more. You see what they saying at the store? Look, we short on corn. We, it's corn shortage. They already saying debit card it. for real. Mm-hmm. EBT, whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? What you got? We ain't taking no paper though. Oh me, <laughs> that's crazy. So this show government money. It say government money on it, but they ain't taking it though. So that should let you know right now that's a lot of shit going on that you got to get prepared for. But like once again, like we always say, don't panic. Just prepare. Mm-hmm. You know okay. what I mean? So yeah, the passionate gig kind. Y'all touch on something else with that before we wrap it up. Make, Make sure y'all support Alkaline the 219. Most you know we shouldn't get into that. Most you know what I'm saying? The Purpose, the purpose Pill. Pill. Okay. Go, go cop that. www.thepurposepill.shop. Y'all, um, get y'all Instagrams. Real okay, real so you can follow me on Instagram, Kenji Michelle, K-E-N-G-E-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. Or you can follow me on Facebook, and Kenji Humphreys, N-K-E-N-G-E-H-U-M-P-H-R-I-E-S. Hashtag Alkaline the 219 to check out my content and make sure you watch my stories on the daily. And if you're interested in making a purchase, I do accept Cash App or Cash. Because over here, I still accept the real thing. (laughs) So if you got it, come on and bring it. it. And then my IG is Stay Solid Linux. That's S-T-A-Y-S-O-L-I-D-L-E-N-O-X. And I do got new music on the way. But for now, check the book out, The Purpose Pill. That's what I've been spending my 2020 on. Let's get mm-hmm. it. So go get that. Let's go. You know, follow me on YoungMogul underscore Ran. Y-U-N-G-M-O-G-U-L underscore R-A-N-N. You can go shop YoungMogulClothing.com. Y-U-N-G-M-O-G-U-L Clothing.com. On the book on the way. We got um, new content on the way. So just tap in. Make sure y'all lock in with us, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. It's a Melody Money, the podcast. Until next time, peace and love. Peace and love, y'all. Peace, y'all.